Hello and welcome to another episode of Chatting with Kathy. I'm Kathy Kelly and this week's episode coming to you straight from my couch. I am back in Los Angeles after being in New York City for two weeks. Since I got back, I have been working a lot, sleeping a little, and eating a ridiculous amount of donuts. Life is great. And it's even greater because this week on Chatting with Kathy, my very good friend, Chelsea Breesh, joins me and we get to talk about her blog, Millennial Miss, the ABC family show she's on called Job or No Job, and we don't stop there. No, Chelsea will tell us exactly why you shouldn't send a naked selfie to your future employer and other life advice that may or may not be intuitive. So I thoroughly enjoyed talking to her, and hopefully you will get an equal amount of enjoyment from listening. Of course, after, I will answer questions from you guys in the Q&A portion. Stick around for that. But without further ado, my chat with Chelsea Breesh. Here at Chelsea, and I never get to see her, so I'm super excited about that. Thank you for doing my podcast. Well, I'm happy that we kind of had an excuse to hang out with our busy lives. I know. I know, which is sad, but we're here. That's my excuse for hanging out with every friend nowadays. I'm like, can you do my podcast? (laughs) Will you just come talk to me, please? (laughs) Please come sit on my couch, and we're going to record the conversation that we have. This is the best part about a podcast, though, because this messy ponytail and these yoga pants, you can't even tell. You can't tell, guys. <laughs> On Chatting with Kathy, uh, we talk about people's lives and how they got to the point that they're at right now. You have a blog. You're on an ABC Family show. You're doing a ton. And then you're jet-setting also. How many frequent flyer miles do you have at this point? <laughs> I feel like I could own an airplane, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> they're racking up. They are racking up, but... It's what you get for being in a long-distance relationship, so there you go. Rough life. (laughs) Could be worse, I guess. (laughs) I want to go back to how you got your start. I, one, have to say I love your family, and I know that they have been so supportive of you and everything that you do, but moving out here, you didn't really have anyone that you knew at the time. Like, you didn't have family out here, right? Right, so all my family is back east in Florida. Or actually, yeah, technically south on the East Coast. So when I came out here, I didn't even really have any friends. I was just such a lonely loser. Um, and not much has changed. <laughs> yeah, not much has changed. Here I am just sitting here. Um, <laughs> so when I came out, I really didn't know anyone. And I think that was one of the most interesting things about moving. You know, like here you are, 20-something, having to learn how to make friends. And that's an awkward and like... It's a trying situation, you know. You have to, especially I think being a female, like to walk into a group of girls and kind of be like, hey, do you want to be my friend? You know, and girls are like, no, like you can't sit with us. Aww. So, um, but yeah, no, I didn't know anyone or have any family out here when I moved. So what was the decision for you? Like why, what ultimately made you make that move? I, let's see, when I graduated college, I moved back home. And I felt, honestly, kind of like in a weird place in my life. Like, I was living with my parents, and I was bartending, and I'm just looking around like, this just cannot be what my life after college was supposed to be like. Um, And I'd been out to California for an internship during college, and I remember 
landing at LAX for the first time and having like these crazy butterflies in my stomach and I didn't even know why because I hadn't even been to California before so I didn't know what I was you know just like so jazzed about and then I I honestly just woke up one morning I was like if I'm gonna go move across the country like I feel like this is the time of my life to do it you know I'm not married I don't have kids I don't have you know baggage besides you know too many shoes and (laughs) t-shirts but like and I told my parents and I was like "I, I need to go to California and I think that they, I mean, I think that they thought it was probably going to happen sooner than it did. Yeah. You know, so I saved, you know, I saved up what I thought was a lot of money. I bartended and I had 2000 bucks in my pocket. I was like, I'm going to go to California. <laughs> like little did I know that that barely pays a month's rent. You know, so I said bye to my girlfriends at home and gave my puppies kisses. And I packed up like, you know, I shipped my car out here. And I was just like, let's, let's do this. I felt like I couldn't wake up later in life just wondering, what it would have been like yeah what saying what if is my biggest fear so I really just it's like well I mean living at home watching my dad scratch his butt in the morning you know it can't be it can't be much worse so like let's let's go to California (laughs) I would fly across country to get away from that too (laughs) you know I'm like that I really love your omelets but like I can't I don't want to wake up to you every morning no more butt scratching no more butt scratching (laughs) Uh, wait, what was the, the internship that you had out here when you were in college? So I was actually at E-Entertainment, which was like okay. my dream. Um, you know, even just walking through those doors, I was like, this is the coolest thing ever. Um, so I was at E-Entertainment in the talent department in casting. So it was really interesting to see how that whole side works because, yeah. you know, I feel like a lot of us just sit down on our couch and watch TV and we don't really understand how much went into, you know, that person being on that show and all the ins and outs. So... It was just a re- that was an awesome experience. Yeah, I feel like, and maybe this is just because I felt the same way about E too. But everyone that moves out here that wants to be a host wants to work for E because E is like, I mean, what gets better than that? I'm like, <laughs> no, I'm, seriously. When I got the, I mean, I was bawling my eyes out when I got an internship there. You know, I just it was like the coolest thing ever so I to like to me or in my eyes he's yeah. like the mecca of entertainment I was gonna call you it know mecca yeah well okay so we met in hosting class originally and there were what maybe 20 people 25 30 people in that class and I felt like every single girl with the exception of maybe one who wanted to be a sports host wanted to work for E totally everyone wanted to like you know talk about the red carpet and you know have their hair and makeup done every day and um, why E over Entertainment Tonight or Access Hollywood or I any of those? I don't know if it's just our maybe like generation, you know, our generation or society or whatever you want to call it, but there totally is something about E mm-hmm. and having, you know, like Juliana's name and Ryan Seacrest's names attached to it. I think that looking at them as us, you know, aspiring to be in their shoes one day, I mean, God, I mean, can you imagine? They so, just look like they were having so much fun, too. Yeah, like, they get, like, you and I are sitting here right now on this couch, but we could be standing in a beautiful studio, you know, actually. Are you calling TV. my apartment not a good and gorgeous, beautiful, high-tech studio? Well, you know, it is beautiful, however. <laughs> I do record a lot of podcasts in a bathroom, like, not while I'm going to the bathroom, but just because it has right. great acoustics. Like, we don't want to hear you go pee. So. Some people probably would. That's a weird Listen, online thing. If you thing. want to hear Kathy go pee, I need to know about this. So we need to have a little chit-chat <laughs> on what is acceptable and what is not. That would not be for free online. <laughs> I would have to charge money for that. <laughs> oh, my God. This podcast took a turn for the worst. 
flushed it down the toilet. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I feel like moving out here, I wanted to do E2, but then recently I felt like maybe it's just being around the inner industry so much um, and knowing a lot of the people in it who I interview. I don't want to do entertainment news as much. I feel like, or you and I were in hosting class. I mean, I would fall asleep at night being like, God, I just have to get on the red carpet, or I, you mm-hmm. know, I, I have to read the teleprompter in that studio to, you know, talk about Angelina Jolie or, you know, whatever. And I don't know if it's with, you know, age, you know, maturity, because we're so mature now or what, but <laughs> I, I, I think, or at least me personally, my goals and aspirations have changed in the sense of, like, I want to talk about so much more, yeah. you know, like, of course, there is more to life, you know, than who wore it best, although that stuff is great and fun, and I check it every day on my Instagram and Twitter and every other social entity, but it, I'm totally on the same page with you. Something in me changed with that. I mean, don't get me wrong. If someone was like, Chalice, tomorrow, your first date E, I would never bat an <laughs> eyelash. But I'm with you. I think something in us might have just gone down a different path. Yeah. I mean, for me, I think that it's, I would rather talk about what charities celebrities are involved in or what shows that they're cast on or something of value as opposed to who they're dating or might have dated or might have made out with. I mean, sometimes I turn on and I'm like, wait, this is what we're really talking about. Like, people are being paid millions of dollars to stand there and to talk about, like, if the wedding ring is on or off, or who was spotted getting Starbucks. And there has to be more to their day. <laughs> I mean, I would hope so. More to their day than we could talk about than that. Well, once Joseph Gordon-Levitt was off the market, I was like, I'm done. I don't care who's dating who. I'm going to end up alone. I'm going to get some cats. I don't even like cats. It's going to happen. <laughs> We're going to send this cat forever by ourselves. <laughs> Like, I have a second bedroom. What am I going to do with it? <laughs> Cats. <laughs> Just a room full of them. That's funny. Exactly. Um, so what is the dream job right now, then? It's funny. I feel like, so my brother just graduated from college, and he was interviewing for his first jobs, and we, you know, I was talking to him about the interviewing process, and I think that that's a question that's asked so often. And I was laughing because it's like, you want to know what my dream job is? Like, I want to do yoga at 9 a.m. instead of 6 a.m. because I'm on my own agenda. And I think the outskirts of that is like being on my own agenda means that I have my own empire. You know, that my name is either physically or, you know, is on the door. And so my girl crush is Lauren Conrad. I think that she has created a huge her own empire, you know, granted she was on a reality TV show, but she took that and made it into something else. I think she's very girl next door, you know, and whether, you know, it's her fitness tips or her fashion tips or, you know, here's here's my thoughts on getting married. Whatever it may be, there's something to me that is so obtainable mm-hmm. when I look at her. And if I could do that in some form or in some manner to, you know, the girls in our generation, so however... I end up doing that, but that's my end goal. I think the roads there, you know, are kind of crisscross, but I, that's what I'm working towards, you know, and that's what I go to bed at night, you know, being like, how can I be a voice and a face for all of the girls who are somehow in my shoes? So that is the end goal. How we are getting there, my friends, that's what we are working on day <laughs> in and day out. But the end goal is insight. What's your favorite position? Um, CEO. 
See, I said it. I set you up for it. You did. You did. And I hesitated because I was like, wait, where are we going here? But I got it. Okay. Infamous so Lauren Conrad quote, what is your favorite position? Asked on a radio show, and she just, Bam. without missing a beat, said CEO, and that is why she Wait, is a girl boss. How badass is that? Like, I gotta give it to her, man. <laughs> I do. I'm just like, whatever she's doing, I need to drink that Kool-Aid. But you have been building your own little empire with Millennial Miss, so how's that been going, and how did it come about? So I... For whatever reason, I love to write. So, you know, people, that's totally my form of therapy. I've never been to a therapy session, but after I write something, I feel like that feeling has to be someone, you know, like walking out of the therapist's office. But so I love to write. And when I started Millennial Miss, I was in between um, jobs, which kind of put me in a really weird place in my life. And I was sitting there, you know, I was 24 and I was just kind of like, what is going on in life and what am I supposed to be doing? And I was, you know, who am I supposed to be in? Who am I supposed to be with? And I was asking myself all of these questions. And then I, I, I'm such an open person. So as I talked to other friends, I realized that, you know, all my other girlfriends were kind of going, the same things were going on in their mind and no one was really talking about it. You know, I, and so I just started writing words down and I sent it to a few friends and they're like, Chelsea, this is great. You know, and if you have the balls to hit publish, you know, and put it online with your name attached, like go for it. Yeah. So last December, um, I launched Millennial Miss. So hence the name Millennial. So it's all about 20 something generation and whether I, I don't want it to be all about like, you know, he, here's the cutest shirt on sale even though I do that just because that's, you know, of course I do have that interest as well, but I would, the writing is my main focus and knowing mm -hmm. that like, you know, whether I am a little different than you in any sense or, you know, where we live, if you don't live in LA or if you don't have, you know, the dreams of being on the red carpet, that we're all attached to somehow. I think being 20 something in our life in, in this society now is really interesting. So like to be all relatable and be somehow connected I just started, you know, publishing things out and the responses that I get, you know, put the biggest smile on my face. So that's kind of where it 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 just happened. It's the quarter life crisis. It is a quarter life crisis. And I think, you know, I mean, I, I feel like I had a quarter life crisis before even my quarter life. But <laughs> I did. I'm like, God, what the did hell? Did I know I you then? I, 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 I kind of. In the middle of it, maybe I caused some of it. <laughs> I was like, all right, Kathy, dude, I blame you. Um, no, I do. I, as funny as the term sounds, I think it's so freaking true. You know, like we're all sitting there beating our heads against the wall and, um, you know, so if we're going to beat our heads against the wall, might as well do it together, mm -hmm. you know, and know that it sounds so cliche and I, and I have to come up with a new phrase for this and I, cause I don't want to say like, you're not alone. Cause I feel like that's like so dramatic, but it's the all in this together. Yeah, like, put some positive, like fun spin to that phrase, but like some choreography too. <laughs> We'll do like some, you know, dance moves, but no, I really don't think they're all alone. And no matter where you go, I'm, I mean, I'm so nosy. So whenever I'm out and like there's a group of girls or whether I'm staying in Starbucks and someone's talking on the phone, I honest to God eavesdrop and a group of girls, nine out of 10 of times are talking about the same things that me and my girlfriends just talked about. And to, for, that is so interesting to yeah. me that whether it's guy problems or like, you know, what should I do about my job? Or do I get up and do I move across the country? Or, you know, do I try, whatever it is, somehow, you know, for whatever reason, we all talk about the same things. And I think that is really cool. Well, there are issues that everyone faces as 
relationships, right. money, right. and friendships, I guess. No, I, I mean, relationships as a whole, you know, with yourself, with, you know, the guy, you know, that quote unquote got away or, you know, whatever it is, I, we all totally just go through it. The guy that doesn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> like, did you ever text me back? Were you ever going to text me back? Are you even real? <laughs> did you go into a black hole? Um, so no, we all, we've all been there and, and if we haven't been there, then I think there's a chance that we're going to be there. So I, my, my purpose behind the millennial miss space was just to create a space where, you know, 20 something women can go, yeah. um, just total girl bosses who want to be motivated by everyday life. But also I think it's important to analyze yourself and your life and, you know, kind of like take a step back and look what's going on so you can move forward in the, the right direction. And one of the other things, aside from the blog, you mentioned that you were in between jobs when you started it. You've had a lot of jobs since you moved to L.A., but I feel like they've all kind of helped you get to where you are now. I have had a lot of jobs, and honestly, they've all fallen into my lap. Like, I've just been sitting there, and they're like, here's a job, which is interesting because I've really... At the end of the day, I think it really has come down to networking. Mm -hmm. You know, no matter what room I'm in or no matter really where I am, I'm always trying to make sure that everyone knows my name, that I've shaken every hand, you know, that I somehow connect to them in some way because I, I don't care what anyone says. I think networking and who you know, unless you want to be a doctor, is ten times more valuable yeah. than a degree. Um, you know, I mean, I killed myself in college, and I don't, and none of my jobs that I've actually had a paycheck for were you know, have anything to do with the classes that I took. But I think it goes further than that, too. Not just saying hi to everyone, but it's very apparent that you're a hard worker, too, and you're a good human being. So that's probably a lot of reason why if you're saying, oh, yeah, I might want to look for a new job, people are like, oh, let me help you. <laughs> well, I mean, you can keep giving me compliments. Um, <laughs> no, no, I do think it's true. And even, I mean, there's a quote, you know, that goes around on social media, you know, it's like, whatever it says, I, I mouth what the F to myself, you know, 20 times a day or whatever. So, which I just think is so funny because sometimes I sit down at my desk and I'm like, God, what is going on? But I mean, as much as you can keep that in because not to like give you guys job advice, but, but that's the show that you're on too, <laughs> which we're going to talk about. <laughs> but I mean, you never, ever, ever know when you need your boss or a coworker. I mean, as much as you can just swallow those thoughts, you know, and know that these, you need these people on your side and that this world is so incredibly small and you never know who your boss's cousin's daughter is. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you just got to keep that smile on your face and... Yeah, I mean, I think that goes back to just being a good person to I everyone. Mean, let's just teach everyone how to be a good human being. Be nice. <laughs> be nice. I want to talk about job or no job. How did that come about? So job or no job um, is an ABC family show, and that came about. Um, ABC had been in the middle of filming, and they, I think, were kind of missing the millennial aspect to it, and um, the main woman, Jane Buckingham, who's the headhunter on the show, um, I'm her assistant. So, you know, I was around the crew, and, um, I mean, it sounds so silly, because I know that people would break their necks to be on a network like that, but, you know, they're like, do you, or would you be okay to be on screen? And inside, I'm like, what kind of, you know, what? What kind of question is that? Like, saying, you know, words that are probably not appropriate. And um, the next day, we, we started filming. So, it's a lot of, you know, I do a lot of behind-the-scenes work, so a lot of it isn't necessarily featured mm -hmm. on the show. Um, but I worked with 
you know, all the candidates and helping them, you know, get set up in their new place and helping them find the, or the interviews that they go on. And, you know, you know, Jane's definitely the harsher one of them. And I'm like kind of their (laughs) friend. I'm like, well, this is fun. You're the Uh, good cop to her bad cop. I'm totally the good cop, which is nice because I feel like being an assistant, a lot of the time you're the bad cop because you're the messenger. So I was like, okay, I can totally play this role. Like, you know, I'm here for you. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's just kind of where it came about. It was totally out of left field, and it was just such a fun and cool experience. And I, I actually learned a lot while filming the show, you know, because yeah. I haven't been in interviews for a while or, you know, back on the job market. Now there are auditions, which is yeah, nice. 10 times more terrifying. Yeah, like, my much. stomach feels like I want it, it's going to, like, fall out of my butt every time I'm in a room with a casting director. I know, and then to have to do that, to... To first do that, to then try to land a job. I mean, I give these kids a lot of credit because that's just, that's a lot. So you are there, as you said, you're coaching these people who are going up for job interviews. Mm -hmm. What have you learned from watching them either succeed or fail miserably? (laughs) I mean, honestly, you guys, it's just been the, like the dumbest little mistakes. It's 2015 and we have spell check. So when you're writing your resume and you don't spell check and you bring something in and things are spelled wrong on your resume, I mean, there is no excuse for that. It looks sloppy. It looks sloppy and you look so unprofessional. And who wants to hire someone who can't even, you know, spell something correctly when they're applying? So it's really just to me what I've learned is the little things, you know, and again, because I think times have changed so much. Like you can't wear what you're going to wear out Friday night to a job interview. Like, and it was just really amazing to me sometimes what people wanted to wear. And, I, I mean, you know, I'm no Miss Fashionista, but holy crap. Um, <laughs> it was bad. So, I mean, really just the little things. Like, I think we're, we're, our generation is in such a rush to get things done, and you have to, like, take a step back and take a breath and spell check and do all the little things. So, definitely. It's all about the little things, Tara. I read this story that just came out last night about a job applicant. I want to hear your thoughts on this. A job applicant who was offered a position at a company and then accidentally sent the human resources manager a nude selfie. No. (laughs) This is a real story. It's online. Elmhurst Police says the human resources manager at a St. Charles company contacted authorities on August 14th to report uh, receiving two nude pictures via text message from a man who had been offered a position with the company. Okay. <laughs> this is why I do wish when we had cameras because I actually, my job's on the phone. I'm not really sure what to say. I mean, first of all, <laughs> touche for not only sending one, but accidentally sending two. Tushy is what you meant, right? Right. Tushy. <laughs> <laughs> but... And I wonder, like, if the tushy was in it. Um, but then, I, I mean, and then why would eight? I mean, I can't even imagine. My point in this is do not send your future employee um, naked selfies or naked anything, full body. I don't care what it is. Don't send it. Um, the HR didn't even know what to do. That's their job, and they okay. had to contact police. <laughs> well, I think on their ends, like, let's ease it. I hope. Hopefully the police have other things to deal with than a naked picture. And, I mean, that's mortifying. On the plus side, the victim did not press charges, but the police said the man's actions were not free from consequences. So he was 
I don't know what happened to him, but I mean, there like, were consequences. Like, 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 what's the police going to do? Come knock on his door? Like, excuse me, is this your tushy in this picture? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. That is... That is the best thing I've ever heard, but it is so mortifying. What if they had a lineup and they had to have, like, like multiple naked people and then compare the pictures to the people in the lineup? Yeah, that is me. <laughs> like, I don't know. God. So you're saying that that's not what you should do to get a job? So I'm saying that is not what you should do to get a job. You are correct. Okay. Okay, good. Note to self. Okay, cool. So, <laughs> um, shifting gears. Okay. A lot. What is your favorite cereal? Uh, so, oh. You got, God. I'm putting you I, on the I, spot, I, clearly. I, I, no, you are, because I just got three of them. In no particular order, the three that came to mind. Special K, but like, ew, how boring is that? Honey Nut Cheerios and Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Cinnamon Toast Crunch is my jam. And I would have to add in Life and Lucky Charms to that. Not a fan. I'll stick with my three. I would just mix my three in the same bowl. What? That's what I want to do. I want to mix those three. It's good. We should do it. Separate but equal. (laughs) (laughs) All right, what's next? (laughs) I know you don't have any pets, but do you want a pet in the future? What kind of pet? I grew up with dogs, and I don't have my dog out here, and all I want is a little puppy. If my boyfriend is listening... I mean, I tag him constantly. There's an Instagram account. It's called World of Labs, and it's the cutest thing ever. So I'm like, oh, that's cute. Tag. Um, so, I mean, <laughs> no one's catching on. I really want a lab puppy. Hypothetically, what would you name oh, your, your lab? lab that I'm getting? Yeah. I think that like, needs a lot of thought. Like, I need, a pr- I need a list. I need to write down names. Okay. So I'll get back to you. Okay. I'll tweet you. I really want a ridiculously chubby bulldog and i want to name him bob barker are you being serious i actually know you're being serious <laughs> i know you're not you have to ask if i'm serious no, because i, I want that I know you're being serious i want one that just drools all over the couch and on me sometimes and then i get mad at it but its face is just so adorably unattractive that i can't get mad puppies can do whatever they want like they can just like eat your clothes or like pee in the carpet and you're like so pissed you're like but you're so cute like you want it slobber all over your face and how weird is that but like you want it to (laughs) none of my other friends would i want them to slobber on my face but a furry friend it's okay (laughs) speaking of pets what is your biggest pet peeve or what are some of your pet peeves god how much time do you guys have um (laughs) i feel like i don't know i'm a really picky person i like in the scheme of things I hate liars and just, like, why do you have to be an asshole? Like, just be nice to people. Um, preach. Uh, preach. Um, I also, you know when someone, like, drinks water and you can hear, like, them swallowing it? Like, that chugging, like, gul- like that gulping? I can't stand that noise. Do you also hate when people chomp their gum really loudly? Because I do that a lot. That, I don't know. I mean, it bothers me sometimes, but when I can hear them, like, gul- gul- like I don't even do it. She's. <laughs> I like that. I'll be looking for my drink just to piss you off. I don't know why. Or also like, just you guys. I'm weird. Like little things. Like when you brush your teeth so loud, or like when you spit out like the toothpaste and it's so loud. Or I don't know. I probably the water gulping or the drinking gulping is my biggest one. 
I think one of my biggest ones is when people talk while you're watching a movie or a TV show that you really want to hear. Right, like, shut up. Like, I don't know what's going to happen either if you're asking in that sense. Or, like, I'm trying to watch, which means I don't really want to talk to you. Yeah. So. So, basically, you just take people. Right. So, basically, what I said about before about being an asshole, like, I am that asshole sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. If you were to use one emoji to describe your day today, which one would it be? Oh, you guys, I love emojis so much. I wish that we could just communicate just on emojis. We can. Um, well, actually, we can. I mean, I really tried to sometimes. I think today would be, um, you know, the girl who has her hand out to the side? Like, the sassy one. The sassy one. I just kind of feel like that's at least some day or some part of the day. I'm always that girl. Just like, eh. You think that she doesn't care or you think that she's just like holding up a tray and there's no tray there no i think that she doesn't care okay yeah so that's your day that's my day (laughs) what emoji would you be today i would be the really big eyes with the red cheeks and he's like whoa (laughs) he is the emoji where i just i feel like it's whoa Whoa. (laughs) okay whoa that's me most days (laughs) <laughs> and then a little sass like a little <laughs> she's serving some sass that's what she's doing <laughs> hypothetical if you had a wedgie on a first date would you pick it and how would you go about doing it yeah i would totally pick it because wedgies are one of the most uncomfortable situations um i mean i i so you know if you need to do like an awkward like little turnaround dance and like pull it when he's not looking or honestly it would just depend if I liked him or not like if I totally wasn't into it I would just full-on pick it and like knowing that I'm never gonna see you again and if I was super into you I mean oh sorry I have to run to the bathroom really quick and like maybe like if we're sitting like somehow like do like an up down like a little wiggle Mm -hmm. and like just kind of keep wiggling I'm wiggling right now seeing if that would work I don't have a wedgie right now but (laughs) yeah a little wiggle maybe somehow like try to make it look cute and sexy which would probably be a fail, but I would wiggle. And I'm only asking this question because you are in workout gear. What is your favorite and your least favorite workout? My least favorite workout is running the stairs, the Santa Monica stairs. Um, even though it's so great for you, I my body just wants to die halfway through. My favorite workout, I think probably going on hikes. Because, We've done that yeah. before. With watermelons. Um, <laughs> Not our watermelons, though. <laughs> Someone else brought the watermelons, and it ended up being a watermelon party. Probably hiking, because I think, like, I mean, you're definitely getting a workout, but you almost don't feel like you are. Mm-hmm. It's just so pretty out. Um, yeah. Last question. Advice for young people who may want to do what you are doing currently. Um, I think just you just totally have to go for it. And you really just can't stop. You can't let the voices inside of your head get the best of you. Cause I think you have voices inside of your head. <laughs> yeah. They talk to me sometimes. Um, no, but seriously, I think like you just need to go. If you have any inkling to do something, you just need to try it out because I think that this is our trial kind of time in life. And if you fall on your face, you know, I, I think it's better to fall now than 20 years down the road. Um, so, I mean, just freaking go for it and do what you need to do and don't. And if you're, 
I, I mean, don't, I mean, especially if you're in a relationship, like, don't not do something because you're in a relationship. Because if that uh. person is going to be there, then I promise you they will be there in the end. And if they say they support you, then it's going to be a test. And if they don't, then you don't want to be with them anyways. Why didn't um, I know you five years ago, I Chelsea? Know, I mean, girls, listen. <laughs> if he loves you. Um, no, but seriously, just you got to do your thing. And just do your thing. And the people who will want to be there with you are going to be there with you. And, um... And don't look back. So this brings us to our shameless plug section. All right, I'm ready. I want to know about where can people find Millennial Miss? Where can they watch you on TV? Where can they watch you everywhere else? So almost all of the Job or No Job um, episodes have aired. However, thank God for technology because abcfamily.com. Click Job or No Job and you can see the episodes there. Twitter and Instagram. Let's hang out. Um, my handle is at cbreach, so C B R I C H E, and then my blog is themillennialmiss.com. Thank you so much Thank for doing you. this. It was, it was great. Gulp. <laughs> Chelsea said that she learned a lot from watching others interview for jobs, and learning from others' mistakes can be the best way to learn. I mean, don't judge other people if they completely F up, but we're always taught to learn from our mistakes, so why not learn from other people's mistakes and then just not make them yourself? Save a lot of time and trouble. Right? Right. Anyways, I wanted to get into the Q&A portion of this week's show, try to get to a few more questions than we did last week. First up, Joe Jagler asked on Twitter, other than AfterBuzz and Sam Roberts wrestling podcasts, what are your other favorites? Uh, how much time do you have? Uh, <laughs> I am in the car a lot thanks to LA traffic, and I usually try to pass time by listening to podcasts. So some of my favorites, the ones that I must listen to every week. Like you mentioned, Sam Roberts Wrestling Podcast. I think Sam and Katie are great. I also love Moshe Kasher's podcast called Hound Tall. Um, One of my all-time favorite podcasts, Grace Helbig's Not Too Deep. I have a mega girl crush on her at the moment, and all of the guests she has on are absolutely hilarious. I also like Colt Cabana's podcast and NPR's Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. And I just started listening to a really cool science podcast called Professor Blastoff. Um, been catching up on some old episodes of that, but I feel like I'm learning stuff. If you guys or Joe or anyone else have suggestions for other podcasts that I should be listening to or other people should be listening to, then please, please let me know because I'm always looking for more. Next question. Ian B is here on Twitter, asks, is it wrong to use cute pets and infants or kids to pick up ladies at the mall or park? Would that work on you? Dogs and babies can definitely be chick magnets. I agree with that. 
it has worked on me in the past. So I would say if you want a dog, you should definitely get a dog. Puppies can help you meet a lady. If you don't have an infant, I definitely do not suggest you go out and get an infant to meet a lady. That would be considered kidnapping. And then you might go to jail and I don't think you're going to meet any ladies there. Next question from the Clement W on Twitter. He asks, would you rather have pizza and cookie dough that doesn't add weight or be able to fly and time travel? Flying and time traveling for sure, because I know for a fact that both Superman and The Flash had ridiculously high caloric intakes in order to sustain themselves. So that would mean if I were able to fly or teleport or run really fast, I could eat all the pizza and donuts and cookie dough and ice cream and candy whatever else I wanted, and still not gain weight. <laughs> uh, next <laughs> question, at Fatty Deluxe, interesting Twitter handle, uh, asks, if you had one superpower, what would it be? Mine would be to create pizza out of thin air, any flavor. That is an excellent superpower, Fatty Deluxe. I feel like everyone's go-to is usually flying, teleporting, or being invisible. So those are all great, and I would definitely love to have any of those super abilities. But I think I would want to be able to morph my body into whatever I wanted it to be, kind of like Mystique in X-Men. But I wouldn't use it to deceive people, more so so I could eat whatever I wanted and still have abs. Yeah, eat absolutely everything and still have abs is the goal, so I would want to be Mystique from X-Men, but the good version of her. And not blue. Thank you, thank you to everyone who submitted a question this week. Also, if there was a question that I answered this week or last week or the week before that you want to answer, tweet me your answers because I want to hear from you. Your answers are probably way more interesting than mine anyways. Also, submit more silly questions next week. Use the hashtag chattingwithkathy and I will answer them. The weirder, the better, because it only makes me smile, and I love them, and I need them, especially with all of the stupid negative news that we've been hearing the last couple weeks. Thank you to everyone who rated Chatting with Kathy five stars, especially the Clement W. who wrote the nicest review on iTunes Canada. Not only will I shout you guys out on the podcast if you rate it and leave a comment, but it really does help other people find the show, helps us grow, and allows me to keep doing them. So that would be nice if you could take 30 seconds and do that. Let's also talk on Twitter. 
You can follow me at Catherine Kelly and we can talk all the time. I'm also on Instagram at Kathy Kelly and on Periscope and Snapchat. Huge thank you again to Chelsea Breach for joining me today on the show. Thank you to AfterBuzz, Kevin Undergaro, and Phil Svitek for helping me produce this little podcast. And most of all, thanks to you. Make sure to subscribe, and I'll be back with a brand new episode of Chatting with Kathy next week.